Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Paranormal Minds of JST. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Tommy. Hello. And Shane. Hi. And tonight, we are going to talk about Waverly Hills Sanatorium. As it is today, I'm going to take a little step back to before it was Waverly Hills. Uh, It was originally purchased in 1883 by Major Thomas Hayes. Uh, He purchased it as his family home. So then it was just a two-story house. There were no schools for his daughter to go to anywhere local, so he decided to build one. Uh, It was a one-room schoolhouse, and they needed a teacher, obviously, at this point. And they found a lady by the name of Lizzie Lee Harris. She loved reading, loved literature. She just undoubtedly adored uh, Walter Scott, the book's uh, Waverly novels. So she dubbed the school Waverly Schools. And Major Hayes just loved the tranquil flow of the name. So he named the entire property Waverly Hill. So shortly after that, Jefferson County in Kentucky became overrun with tuberculosis, particularly in Louisville because of the wetlands alongside the Ohio River. Um, It just made a perfect breeding ground for tuberculosis bacteria. To help the spread of tuberculosis, the the board of TB uh, bought the land and the two-story house uh, and for context, this house was made out of wood, frame and all. And I guess in a, in 1908 is yeah okay. So when they they bought it in 1908, and it, it eventually opened in 1910. With TB very, being a very serious disease at the time, uh, the building was made to accommodate only 40 to 50 people safely. Obviously, being a wooden framed house, uh, you know, you can't just stick two, three hundred people in there and expect it to stay up. It consisted of an administrative building and an open air building because they, they really thought that plenty of fresh air would is what cured tuberculosis. Obviously, we didn't have the medical technology that we have today. Also, it was unknown at the time that tuberculosis was an airborne illness. With TB becoming an epidemic in various parts of Jefferson County, that hospital quickly became overrun with more than a hor- um, 140 patients. It was so contagious that those affected could no longer live among the general population. Waverly Hills actually became a self-contained community. Uh, It had its own zip code, and it had its own post office, its own water treatment facility, uh, grew its own fruits and vegetables, slaughtered its own meat, and um, it, it was so bad that even the nurses and doctors couldn't leave. No one was allowed in. But the weird thing about it was nobody could come in, but... You could have visitors on visiting day, and then those visitors could go back out into the free world. Like, uh, uh, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's probably, that, that's not knowing what was actually going on, I'm assuming, is what was happening there. Um, in early 1911, the city of Louisville began making preparations to build a, a new city hospital altogether. Um, but there were no provisions in any of the plans to create a tuberculosis section uh, for advanced stages of tuberculosis. So instead, they gave $25,000 to the Board of Tuberculosis, and they were able to rebuild the two-story structure uh, that they were originally using and adding like an advanced stages center onto the building. Uh, In August 1912, all the TB patients from the city hospital were moved just to the grounds of Waverly Hills and put into tents and just had to wait um, for this hospital to be completed. Well, it wasn't completed until December, I believe. 
of that year. 2014. December of 2014, I think, is when it... 2014, shit. 1914. No, it was it was that year. Okay. Yeah, it was it was completed in December of twenty of nineteen twelve. But it only it only made room for another forty patients. And then in nineteen fourteen the children's pavilion was opened and that added another fifty. And um it, they could house somewhere around like a hundred and thirty patients, I guess. Um but the children's pavilion was really not only for the sick children, but for the children of the patients that had nowhere else to go. They didn't have anybody to take care of their kids. But the idea was to build a new building every year so that there would always be more bed than ever needed. So finally, March of... 20, of 1924, with constant repairs being done to the wooden structures of the building, it was becoming more and more obvious that the hospital was going to need a bit of an upgrade if it was going to keep housing so many people. People were being turned away because there was no beds or space for that matter. The construction of a five-story building that could house more than 400 patients started in March of 1924, and then finally the doors opened in October of 1926. And that's the building that you see today. I would love to go see it. They added a construction tunnel, which acted as an entrance and exit for the nurses. It was 500 foot long to the bottom of a hill. One side of it was a staircase, and the other side is had just it just had a cart that moved up and down the whole hallway. But their the treatments of TB that they were using were uh, heat lamps and fresh air, and and even positive talk. So to them, it was imperative to keep up morale with the people, especially with the death rate being one death per day. And uh, so they would use these tunnels to get rid of the bodies, kind of secretly. Of course, with the introduction and strep- uh, of streptomycin in 1943, the TB cases kind of decreased over time, and there was no need for such a hospital. And finally, the, the patients were moved to Hazelwood Sanatorium, and Waverly Hills closed its doors in 1961. It, it reopened as Woodhaven Geriatric Center. It was a nursing home for patients of various stages of dementia, severely handicapped. But just like most places in this era, they were badly understaffed and overcrowded. Uh, Several reports of neglect. So the state finally shut it down in 1982. So it it was only opened, uh, what, 20 years? I don't even know if it was open that long. They actually tried to turn it into a minimum security prison at one point, which I don't know why. I mean, it looks kind of like a prison in a way, but I don't know why they would have done that. Uh, Some guy wanted to create the world's tallest Jesus that was 150 foot tall. But as from now, it's just owned by a group of private investors. And they just give you ghost tours and um, let you actually stay the night if you want to pay a grand, uh, $1,000 a night to stay there, I guess. So up to date, I guess, ladies and gentlemen. So the current group, can you know, they bought it for... uh, $250,000? $250,000? Seems pretty cheap. Right? That is wild. Like with the Skinwalker Ranch, I think that was what it was bought for, wasn't it? Like two fifty. I don't remember. Nah. I'm just like, because you would expect at least a building that size. Yeah, five stories. And yeah. how many how many acres did you say it set on? Um, How many acres was it? I remember reading. I don't remember how many acres it was setting on. That's a good bet. Like 50 acres or so? Yeah, I wanted to say 46, but right. I may be wrong. I mean... Still, with that, just that 46 acres alone with potential real estate value, I mean, I'd expect at least a million dollars. 
I think it's funny, Josh, you give us all this cool, rich history on this building. We jump right in discussing real estate prices. <laughs> well, we like real estate, right? We've always talked about owning shit. <laughs> always. It just seems funny to me, like everything that deals with the paranormal, it seems like is like at that 250 on this on these big properties and stuff. Like, it's, it's never, like, higher than that. Yeah, but it's always bought at, like, a weird time, if you ask me. Like, something happened, and they're like, ah, I can't afford it. And it's probably, they get it on, like, mm. that 250000 is probably, like, a tax levy or something. Makes sense. I've noticed a lot of these places, too, sold before the internet really took off. You know, let's say early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, I think if this was posted today, this it would sell for a million dollars, no problem oh, yeah. at all. More than that, probably. I mean, you got that burnt down shack in Boston that sold for like what one point five million. Oh wow! And that sucker actually caught fire and had to be gutted. Yeah, and it was like a shack. It was like a, about as big as my house. Oh hell no! So, yeah, <laughs> and it's not like sitting on <laughs> land. So it's like on a street corner. That's what. This is completely off topic, but <laughs> that's what happened. Ah, you get into these cities, these big cities, man, and these houses are outrageous. But this this place is a place that I've always wanted to go and visit ever since I've heard about it. Because all you ever hear about is how haunted it is. You know, you can take toys in there for the kids to play with. And, like, they'll actually move the balls around the house or and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Which makes sense. So, just it's over a hundred years old, and if tell me if I'm missing anything. You said it started yeah. as a residence, then school, then tuberculosis center, then the G at G at. Ooh, wow. Okay, I can't say that word. <laughs> Geriatrics. Uh, there, there we go. <laughs> old people hospital. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that makes sense. That's a lot of different energies for a lot of different reasons right. going through there. It definitely is. And tuberculosis was so bad. It was such a bad disease for for anybody to get. Oh, yeah. And we had no idea how to... It It took, what, let's say, 40 years for them to come up with something that was good enough to make the numbers actually decrease. Yeah, but I mean, tuberculosis itself had been around for a while, yeah. too, you know. Because I remember, like, uh, what is it, uh, Doc Holliday... He had tuberculosis. Of course, that's why he wound up in Tombstone, because he heard the dry air would help tuberculosis. Couldn't find out it was quite the opposite. And he wound up going to Colorado where he died. But, I mean, there's a whole lot of pain and anguish and craziness. So you can only imagine the type of energy when you put that much pain and suffering in one spot. Right. You know, because what you said, that just that two-story building... Reached its maximum of like 150 No, the two-story building had a maximum of 40 to 50. It was housing like oh. up to 140. And like they mm. constantly repairing the structure of the building uh, or the actual support, the frame of the building, because it was made of wood. So they just, you know. Yeah, and so just imagine all that hacking, coughing, you know, fevers, suffering. I mean, that alone just brings in some negative stuff right there. Yeah. And especially when you got kids involved. Not to mention, you said you said it was built out of wood originally, and we all know that's a conduit for all the spiritual energy. So I'm sure there's lots of residual 
stuff <laughs> there one oh, way yeah. or another. Most definitely. I know I've heard stories about that tunnel. Uh, what they call like the death tunnel or death yeah. chute. And uh, like um, I've heard that you can hear like people crying and get weird feelings and stuff when you're in that tunnel. Like it's, yeah, that's crazy. I, I just have to go back to the, uh, uh, the money thing the, the they gave them $25,000 to erect an entire hospital. All right. Like, I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what that is in today's money, but I can tell you that it's, it, it costs millions Nowadays, to erect a hospital, $25,000. They did a whole five-story building, twenty-five grand. Yeah, that, would, that wouldn't even touch materials these days. <laughs> no, not at all. Speaking of money, too, I, I thought it was funny uh, seeing uh, how much the uh, largest Jesus statue was hoping to raise. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're, we're going to get $10 million raising this money worldwide, and they only raised, what, a couple grand? <laughs> Yeah, it raised three thousand dollars. What a slap in the <laughs> face! Could you imagine? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's crazy. I know this this property had to have been bigger than this. I'm just I'm just reading this, and I don't know why I didn't put this in my notes. But when they were trying to turn it into the prison, they were trying to convince the fiscal Jefferson fiscal court to buy a hundred and forty acres of the property. Oh, so it had to have been. Way bigger than that. Yeah, let's see. Scrolling through, I don't see anything on how many. Where did I get 46 from? Maybe that's what it was. 46 meter tall fucking statue. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine having to be just completely cut off from the world and you're stuck in these hospitals? You can't go anywhere. There's no, there's no real reason to think that you'll ever get out of there. Mm-hmm. I wonder, you said like a, uh, it was an average of one person died a day while it was a tube, tuberculous, yeah. uh, man. And it, it ran as the sanatorium for, now for the entire time that it ran? Pretty much from, even, even when it was the two-story building, it was the sanatorium from that day. They, the tuberculosis, um, the board of tuberculosis bought the property from the man that built the house. Okay, so from... Let's see, we say 2010 till, not 2000, 1910. Dude, I kept doing the same thing. (laughs) So 1910 to, what was it, 1962. Mm -hmm. All right, so how many years is that? That's 52 years of... 52 God damn. Man. So, I mean, even if you round that, even if you cut that, like, let's say by 50%, that's still a lot of deaths there. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. There's no way that place is not haunted as hell. <laughs> oh, my God, right? <laughs> I can't wait. One of these days, man, we're going to rent it out. One of these days, we're going to rent it out. I'm going to. Even if I got to get fucking 20 people to go with me. I- well, here's let's go ahead and agree. Like we all got to split up <laughs> and be by ourselves. Oh yeah, let's put Tommy down in that the hell tunnel. Oh man, <laughs> I slick want to volunteer to go in the hell tunnel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I'm not that. Like I said, I'm not scared to to run in these dark places. I'm ready. 
like that school I went into. Hell, it was getting dark then. Oh, right. <laughs> I know in my luck, one of these days I'll come up against somebody that can actually hold their own against me, and I'm going to be all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Tommy, is Tommy just gone? What happened? I'm, 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 I'm back. I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with some stuff. So, uh, anyways, so where are we at? Just jump in where you fit in, man. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what were you going to say, Shane? I was trying to. <sighs> Shit, I don't even remember now. <laughs> Damn it. My bad. My bad. <laughs> it's. It's probably my fault. Oh my god. Anyways, well, I think uh, to for editing purposes, we just said we were going to put you down in the hell tunnel by yourself, and Josh said he'd volunteer yeah. to go. So maybe respond something there. Yeah, talk about maybe we can Rochambeau okay. for it or something. <laughs> Rochambeau for it. Look, I don't want to be stuck in no hell tunnel by myself. Y'all trying to sacrifice me again? I knew he wouldn't volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> he never Look, does. When y'all have an idea, look, 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 I've known y'all for about 20 years, okay? When y'all have an idea that involves me to go somewhere by myself, I'm going to get sacrificed. Yeah. I don't well, want to be We have to go with you to sacrifice you. Just If you're by yourself, you're safer, man. That's legit. That's <laughs> legit. <laughs> how, do, how do I know y'all didn't make packs with ghosts, okay? How do I know this? You don't. You're just going to have to trust it. Right. What do you think we're going there ahead of time, like opening a briefcase of money to some ghosts? Like, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> it's got to be two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I tell you what, I'll do it if I'm allowed to ride one of the gurneys down the tunnel, like I said. Oh man, that'd be cool. But I'd be scared you'd hurt yourself or the wall. Actually, just the wall. You'll be all right. Yeah, it's an old wall. Yeah, you will heal. The wall will not. <laughs> Unless, of course, you break your neck, right. and then I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just join the rest of the lost souls. Yeah. <laughs> just remember, remember, beef stroganoff. Beef stroganoff. Beef stroganoff. <laughs> well, no. Am I supposed to know what the hell that means? Ooh. What is beef stroganoff? <laughs> oh, my God. Aren't you the one that come up with that? He is the one that oh, come I up with it. Was. From the remote viewing episode. <laughs> or... Josh was talking about like taking over somebody else's body yeah. on his way back from being drunk as a you know projected ghost thing and you're like <laughs> beef stroganoff can be the Well well damn, okay. <laughs> I guess I should I should remember that since that's the password, right? Uh <laughs> yeah. God damn now it's there just come if we're going after Shane, he's never gonna know. He's he's gonna be like beef fucking stroganoff. What are you talking about, <laughs> dude? I, my memory is not functioning. I'm sorry. Even when you text, you know, we texted all day yesterday about a computer. You text me a day. You get it set up. I'm like, what the hell is Josh talking about? What <laughs> did I get? What sorted out? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry guys. Anyway, beef stroganoff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got it now. stuck in his memory forever yeah. he probably wrote it down on a post-it note <laughs> it's on the computer screen oh Just... man it actually is with my 37 other post-its with passwords <laughs> I'm gonna get locked out of my email oh it's beef stroganoff damn it what does that mean <laughs> right underneath it password for dead friends there you go <laughs> so okay back on topic 
because we're bad about this. That's um, what makes us so good. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, people do enjoy it when we talk more like this. Yeah. Um. So, I I lost my train of thought on it. I was going to talk about the property. Do you think people buy property and hope it gets possessed? I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's some out there. No, uh, well, I mean, it just seems like people just buy this property and it winds up being like portals to hell. And they're just down in the basement with like pentagrams and candles and they're like, hubba, hubba, or whatever you do when you summon the demon. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> more to it than blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel, like, I feel like there's a lot more to yeah. it. I mean, I know there's like, like virgins in the middle and stuff, you know, but I don't know. Oh man, oh. you summon an old school ver- demons, man. <laughs> <laughs> Were you about to say virgin? <laughs> summon an old school virgin? Josh over there summoning virgins. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, summon but, demons. <laughs> no. God damn it. <sighs> I'm sorry. All I'm picturing in my head is that now all of a sudden all these people are like, we can summon virgins and like there's going to be a book written about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. What would that book be called? Yeah. Kind of summon virgins. <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> For dummies. <laughs> For dummies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's different candles. You like, like if you like redheads, you know, like this kind of candle. <laughs> For specify your age range you're looking for by burning different kinds of sage bundles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That'd be weird if you wound up with like a fifty year old virgin, wouldn't it? There is a minimum age. <laughs> well well yeah. <laughs> is there is there a maximum though? Hell no. Nah. Knock that dust off. Let's go. <laughs> All right, all right. Before we start offending a bunch of people, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> man! It can be either male or female virgins. Throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, let's get back yeah. to the sanatorium, <laughs> right? <laughs> Way off topic here. Well, I guess we're not, right. since what Tommy asked was kind of relative to the situation. Well. Uh, what? Whoa. He just disappeared. Yeah, it sounded like he fell down a hole. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I missed that because Discord kicked me. Dude, that was so awesome. You're like, what? <laughs> That's what happens when Discord kicks me. I don't, I don't get it. Anyways, so. um, So, do you think all that death? At, and like pain and sorrow created like not only like a portal but also invited certain entities there do you think oh i feel sure yeah you, you know you don't you don't get stuck in a place like that and not i, I mean i don't know i don't know how to say this but like you, you um you're going to start questioning your own faith i would imagine like why are why is this happening to me? And then you're going to start looking for, well, how can I fix this on my own religiously, right? So you may start leaning towards the darker arts of things, and then yeah, I 100% believe that you can summon 
something into this world that really wasn't meant to be here. Well, you know, the the reason I brought it up is because I've heard, like, take um, a household with, like, uh, abusive parents or an abusive, toxic household in general, right? Yeah. Um, I've heard that demons feed off of that negativity, right? So the more like anger and hate and, you know, just horrible things happen in the household, eventually a house that's not haunted becomes haunted by demons or a demon um, because of so much negativity. That's why I was wondering about, do you think it could be the pain and sorrow created a thing for maybe not just demons, but other type of entities like poltergeists or, you know, whatever. Oh yeah, most definitely. So that's just what I was getting at, you know, cause I, I know it's haunted by what children. Uh, I think there's a, a nurse when they're a nurse. Um, I could be thinking about the wrong place. Like a nurse committed suicide there or something like that. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, you know, I didn't find any history like that, but uh, I want to say I've heard I think that I know before. Where I'm but like, again, that, like um, you said, uh, it may be a different place in um, New York, where that nurse committed suicide. I think that's the one I'm thinking about. There's so many places like that in America. We just like sticking people in places away from society, right? I was thinking, I was like, isn't, when you said the nurses, I was like, no, that sounds right. And there's also, you know, the the pyramid head guy. And I'm like, that's not Waverly Hills, that's Silent Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, man, all ideas come from something. Right. <clears throat> right. right. How do we know pyramid head isn't in Waverly Hills? Right. We don't. We gonna, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> yep. We're going to find out. <laughs> Right. One day, Tommy. I like your your explanation because when you really think about it, all these like very haunted places seem to have some darker entity there too. And you play on all these old stories, even in movies and stuff. A lot of times, there's something that's keeping the human spirits locked in the place, and they can't move on. So it makes sense that all these rapid deaths were happening. Some other entity came in, and then that's why it's so haunted because they can't leave; they're not allowed to move on, or you know, whatever happens to in the afterlife. So maybe that's more common than we think. Yeah, most definitely. See, I, I've heard someone tell me, and this is another person. This wasn't like some book or something like that. This is a very spiritual person. Um, I say spiritual, like they weren't like religious, but they were spiritual. Um, so they told me like when there is that negativity or something like that, not only do like demons like come, but also like essentially like angels, I guess you could say, or peaceful spirits will come to check things out, but then not stay because it's like an energy force, if that makes sense. Yeah. So again, I don't I I don't know how true that is. So it's also believed that um like the wood and the stones and and I'm and this piece this place being right next to the Ohio River, 
Um, and they say that moving water creates energy. And they, they, they say that stones and wood and things of that nature are uh, recorders of the life. Uh, life essence, I guess, is what they say. And uh, yeah, that could hold them there too, in my opinion. I mean, there there is some legends that say like the dead can't uh, cross water. Again, I don't know how true that is, but... <laughs> All of this is as true as anything else, you know? Yeah. But I, I have seen... Like, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I just find it very interesting about this place because I know it's it has so much activity and so much to it. For it to start, kind of start off as an innocent thing, like you said, a schoolhouse or um, uh, a dwelling. It a, yeah, it was a family home. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen enough evidence of this place. Um, just YouTube channel after YouTube channel. And, uh, and even Ghost Adventures, they went there. Um, I don't know how much I believe there is, but um, I've seen enough to believe that there's something there. Uh, just going through and seeing like different uh, paranormal investigators' pictures is, is pretty wild. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you can always fake that kind of stuff, but I I doubt people that are really into investigating are, are trying to fake this stuff. Right. And a lot of apparitions captured on on a camera, which is pretty cool to look at. Hell yeah. Uh, they call it the death tunnel. That's so funny. I, I, I'm looking, I'm googling images of the spirits and it just popped up. Death tunnel. But yeah. That was my thing. There's a lot of of um, of apparitions, like shadow people, that show up. And I want to say there was one window in particular on the third floor that would open constantly. Yeah, but I don't don't quote me because that may be a different sanatorium. But it was a sanatorium. But I'm pretty sure it was Waverly Hills. I think it'd be awesome to uh, to investigate that place. You know. Yeah, I think it will be too. Just because I, I love historical places in general, um, but I, like like I said, that one is probably the most talked about sanatorium. Like I think even when you think of sanatorium, that's the first place your mind goes is Waverly Hills. Yeah, so, it is for me for sure. Yeah, I, I guess unless you're people that live next to some of the other sanatoriums, but. I think in general, you know, um, you know, that's, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd love to go there. Is that a picture of a child? That's what that looks like. Like a child peeking past a door frame. That is what that looks like. That's cool. Oh man, I would love, I mean, the orb we caught at the campsite was awesome to me because that, that was just wild, but. To catch something like this, man! Oh my God! Would you say like, that's I'm an a orb? real pet? Do what? Oh, I was gonna say. Would you say that's an orb in that first picture? In the first picture, like in the doorway. Yeah, not in the doorway where it's shown to the child. But, you talking about in like, the at the end of the hallway? Yeah, I, I think that's somebody's flashlight, but it, it could be. Anyways, what were you saying? Sorry, I didn't mean to. Um. <laughs> but yeah. It, it, if if I was to catch something like that, I'd be like, "Oh shit! I'm a real life fucking paranormal investigator." 
<laughs> right? Right. And we've we've got a bunch of stuff already, but yeah, yeah. we got one of those, yeah. Gonna buy yeah. some badges. Such real life paranormal investigator. <laughs> should, should, should we get a sash <laughs> for every time? Like, get a badge for EVPs and EMF readings, like Boy Scouts. Uh, yeah, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Yeah. yeah. Only if we can sell cookies once a year. Yeah. Paranormal cookies. They're little ghosts. <laughs> Only on Halloween. <laughs> no, no. People would suspect Halloween. We sell it on Easter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Which you know those tricky little Girl Scouts that came out with two new flavors this year. Oh, I'm like, come on, come on, guys! I'm fat enough. Oh, I got, yeah. and I'm gonna have to try them. What are they? <laughs> One. All right, Girl Scouts gotta give me some money for plugging them here. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> one's a s'mores cookie. I don't remember what the other one is, but there's the s'mores one with the marshmallow, graham cracker, chocolate. And I'm like, man, that sounds good. Oh, Heat that up a little bit. Hey. This may come as a shocker to you guys, um, but I have eaten maybe a total of five Girl Scout cookies my entire life. You're fired. I, I don't, <laughs> but I don't eat cookies really. So I don't eat sweets, but the ones I remember them and they taste good. Yeah. My favorite are the Thin Mints. Sorry. Oh, man. Blasphemy. What? No, Come shit. on. <laughs> that is my favorite. I can't help it. If, All right. if I wanted some mini shit, man, I'd just go brush my teeth, man. Like, why am I... <laughs> anyway, sorry. To, to each their own. I, I didn't mean to judge. This is Damn. supposed to be a safe space. Okay? Ooh, you, you opened the wrong door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We've been friends way too long for any of us to be safe. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, back on topic. Back on topic. Oh, that was weird. I I lost. I'm sorry if you if I was in and out. I lost you guys as soon as I said that. Oh shit! Oh really? Hey, I came back and y'all just laughing. So (laughs) I don't know what I missed. (laughs) Tommy said it's supposed to be a safe place, and I told him no. (laughs) (laughs) He came through the wrong door. (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) Well, no, I I think it'd be an interesting place to visit. I can't wait to visit it. And all right, I'm marking it on the calendar now. Yeah, it may be a couple of years from now, but because apparently the tickets go on sale in 60 days for next year. Oh Lord, I bet they sell out quick too. Yeah, huh? right. Some maybe one of those things like yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's 360 days out of the year. Like, come on, come on. Yeah, right. How many tickets? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess they leave space for like. Those ghost hunting places or like big commercialized ghost hunting teams like Ghost Avengers and oh, yeah. Avengers. Well, even if they didn't, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'd be like, well, we're going to have to move you people for these people. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm completely sure. You know, that's like us going to the Goatman's Bridge. I think we can talk about that, right? In this episode. No, we can never talk about that. Okay. Never talk about that. Horrible things happen. Those poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> you make it true. Those poor kids. <laughs> but it was some funny me. shit. <laughs> For y'all who don't know, um, because we haven't talked about it, we scared off some kids smoking pot at a haunted bridge. <laughs> yeah. So. 
did not expect kids at the Goatman Bridge. I didn't either. Outside of, what, Dallas, Texas, or wherever we were. And it's like, at, at midnight, like, what are y'all doing out here? <laughs> Dude, I, I thought it was a working bridge, okay? I didn't know, so I wasn't expecting it. But Well, you can oh, tell that that road that was built right there was not all that old. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But that road on that bridge was falling apart. I don't know if I'd have drove a car across it, but... Oh, I you wouldn't know. have. Mm-mm. I was scared to walk across. Oh yeah, it. even yeah, even walking there was holes. Yeah, in like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> well, I do. Let's let's give a shout out to those kids in case they hear that. Like, mad respect for your flashlight signals. Yeah, to signal everybody to get out of there. That was that was pretty smart. Yeah, we job. never would have thought of that. We would have just been caught because we dumb. <laughs> and we do not support drug use. <laughs> yeah, you can smoke some weed if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care. Uh, no, I really, I really don't either. <laughs> like, I'm sure their parents do, but yeah, that's why they had a whole light set up. <laughs> Here's my question: What would they have done if we were actually cops? Like, oh, they'd have been they'd have been fucked for sure because the smell was so strong. There wasn't no getting away with that. Dude, that one kid that walked by, man, I, I got a contact high off of him. Yeah. <laughs> He was about six feet away when he walked past. Like, oh, Social distancing. <laughs> he might want to distance a little further away if he don't want to get caught. You know what they call yeah, that? Right. Probable cause. <laughs> you know, I think we've talked about pretty much any and everything except waiver. <laughs> hey, that's okay, man. We got the idea in there. It's in there. Yeah, it's, it's in there. That's all that matters. We'll jump back to it. Because <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say about that bridge. Yeah. But it had something to tie in with Waverly, and I just forgot. Oh, it was about the uh, production crew. Like when Ghost Adventures went there, I'm pretty sure they had like that whole street blocked off and all that stuff for them to oh, do their yeah. investigation. Yeah, I feel sure they did. But yeah, this is definitely a place that I'm going to make it part of it. Well, I, there's no making it. It's on my bucket list of places that I want to go. And, and I've always wanted to go there ever since I've heard about it. And um I want you guys to come with me. Oh, we will. Whoa, that's too sensual. Back it up a little bit. Back it up. <laughs> right, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I got. I'll go back to my corner now. Let's <laughs> say so you got a martini and a cigar with oh, that. I man. mean, shit. I'm gonna need a cigarette after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm down to go. I'm definitely down to go. I think we would need a good sized group though. Probably more than just the three of us. I would prefer it to just be us um, and maybe the wife and girlfriends or girlfriend and wives because y'all are married. I'm not. Oh, I thought you were just referring to you. Like how many girlfriends and wives you got? (laughs) Well, I technically have one wife and one girlfriend because I'm still married. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Now everybody knows. Yeah, right. We're going to get more crying faces on Facebook now. Oh, they're going to be upset. Upset and cry. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, these are just our thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know what you think. 